but welcome to the Travel Now podcast. If you're looking for inspiration for your next adventure, for money-saving ways to book or ideas to get the most out of your time away, this is the podcast for you. Hello, I'm Luke Richardson. I'm an author of thriller novels and I have to confess, a total travel addict. In this podcast, I'll bring you stories from my travels, interviews with people who've been to the places I want to go and live episodes from the road. And I'm excited to tell you that today is one such live episode from the road because I'm standing by the side of the road, literally from the road. I'm standing by the side of the road just after 3.30 in the morning, waiting for the bus to the airport, which will take me and my friend Perry. How are you doing, Perry? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me. (laughs) You're welcome. You're welcome. Ultimately, to Albania. We're off to Greece today and we'll head on to Albania tomorrow. And it's one of those things, isn't it? There's no good reason to be up at 3.30 in the morning, unless perhaps you're still up from the night before, um, except for going on a trip. If I was up normally at this time, I'd be so grumpy and irritable. But right now, I'm excited ready to get to the airport, ready to have a tasty beer in the airport bar and get over to Corfu, which is where we're flying to today. This podcast is sponsored by Bucket List. Whether you're planning an around the world solo adventure or a weekend away with friends, start your search at bucketlist.co. You can browse destinations, compare excursions, read blog posts from people who've been there, add those you like to your online bucket list. Then, when you're ready to go, book with exclusive discounts. Yeah, of course. It's everyone. We've made it to the airport, East Midlands Airport, which is our local little airport here in, in near Nottingham. It's one of my favourites because of its simplicity. It just has a pub, and through the window over there is where the plane will drive up, and we will go and get on it, basically. And we're now here with, with two pints each, so that we can... Somebody doesn't like queuing. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a big queue. We've, we've done this trip... Um, the day, the first week of the Easter school holidays, it's just occurred to me. So the airport, yeah, is full of parents and kids. Much busier than usual. Two things I don't like. Airports, kids, and the parents. <laughs> oh, that's three. That's my counting skills. <laughs> and so counting. Angry. That's four things you don't like. <laughs> counting accurately. Yeah. <laughs> But no, it's, we're here, we'll be getting on the plane in about an hour's time, and then the beach, hot weather, hopefully, warm weather. I mean, it is April. Mountains. Mountains. Oh, I'm just, I just want the food. Food. All of those things await, and you... It's your fault I'm going. You made me, I, I ended up watching Sunday, Shirley Valentine on a Sunday afternoon, because I was too long over to find the remotes. And now I've got the, get the, got the, 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 got the juices going for Greece, but then I realised that I can't possibly afford that in this lifetime. And so uh, Albania is. It's only next door. Well, this is an interesting point, actually. And a few people have asked me, when I said I was going to Albania, why Albania? What is it that's occurred? What is it that, that, that interests you about that place? Because it's a real sort of undiscovered destination, yeah. isn't it, of, of, of Europe? Yeah, I'd say um, 
it's, it's probably not as well travelled at this point in time, but we're and you slowly start seeing things like coming through social media about friends going. It's it's catching on. And I want to go there before we make it like we have a Spain or with like yeah. the the touristy bits of Greece. You know, I think Albania is probably it's still in those early early stages. It's not matured into full tourism, and I want to go while while it's in that state before we ruin it. No, you're absolutely right. That's a good way to, to think about it, isn't it? Go whilst it's sort of still genuine and authentic, I think, are the things we're, we're yeah, looking the, for. The people actually want us to, to be, the locals yeah. in Albania may actually want us to be there. They <laughs> roll their eyes at us. <laughs> yeah. Perhaps. And you talked, you know, we're hoping and we've heard that it's a lot cheaper than, than perhaps Greece or Spain or these sorts of Italy, these sorts of European destinations. So, yeah, these things we'll know. We will find out. We'll find out What's later in this episode. What in what sense? Well, Greece, you got the, the Giros or Giros, oh, sorry. Giros. Something like that. And yeah. then, um, you know, what, Spain's got Paella. Paella. So what's, what's Albania got? I don't know. Thailand's got the massage. We'll find out. We'll find out. Watch this space. <laughs> Cheers to a good flight. Cheers. <laughs> you obviously can't hear that, but it is beautifully sunny <laughs> right here. A massive difference to what we were experiencing this morning. We've made it to Corfu town. We've just had a wonderful dinner of giros and chips. How was your giros and chips, Perry? Lovely, and I enjoyed the, the beer with it as well. That was really nice. Yeah, and a good local Corfu lager for lunch. And now we're wandering through the streets of the city. We're going to go and find somewhere to have coffee and just explore the, the town a little bit um, this afternoon. We're only here for one day, so we're going to make the most of it. See what, see what Corfu has to offer, yeah, and drinking every bar of the town. It's I mean, exciting. It's beautiful. There is a Marks and Spencers, but it's a it's a really nice place, Corfu town, that we've experienced so far. A sort of blend of traditional Greek architecture with modern things like Marks and Spencers, and yeah, it, it's it, it's good. The first impressions are good. It's a shame we won't get to explore much of the rest of the island or any of the rest of the island really on our on this adventure but perhaps another time. I came here as a kid, right? And uh, my dad got drunk and the, the place where we were going to uh, like have dinner and walk around and see the sights was called Ipsos. But instead, <laughs> he started calling it Ipios and it's stuck ever since then. So he used to take the mickey out of him blind. <laughs> great fun. To Ipios. What's that? We've spent the last hour or so wandering around the streets here of Corfu Town and we just keep stumbling across old fortresses. And I'm not working on this pavement no longer. Yeah, very slippery. <laughs> it's just, we've just had a rain shower and it's made the pavements very slippery. Don't forget the hail. We're stumbling along, a little bit of hail too. Other than that, it's been lovely. Blue skies, patchy blue skies out again. And yeah, there's just all these fantastic uh, interesting sort of fortresses all around the place. Castles and big walls and things like that from various different empires and old civilizations built by the Byzantines and the and the Venetians and all sorts of things. I, I mean, we've read a couple of signs on it. Haven't looked into it in too much detail. Oh, we're just crossing over past, crossing past the most beautiful little taverna. Proper sort of homemade Greek food. It looks lovely, actually. What do you reckon's that? That look good. We're only going for beer, aren't we? 
Yeah, we're only over beer now, but it looks lovely, doesn't it? Do you want to commit carbicide on the first day? <laughs> commit carbicide. And if you listen very, very closely in the background, we're above, about 40, 50 feet above, a shingle beach. And you can hear the, the really clear water sort of lapping against the stones. It's wonderful. Can you I hear that? Little most boat. That's right. We're now wandering back through the streets of Corfu Town. It's a really nice little place. I've, I've enjoyed spending the day here. It's not, or it certainly hasn't been bustling today, but it is a Sunday after all, so I think it's quieter than perhaps usual, usually could be. But there's a nice vibe about the place, definitely, I think. What do you reckon? Yeah, and I love all the architecture. You see, you, see, you know, all the, um, the standard, what you expect, and mm. then you see half half torn down buildings and yeah. I just think it adds a certain sort of charm to it all it is very charming that's a good word and, and sort of the spires of churches and then the big chunky walls of the fortresses that, that sit on both sides of this part of the town and the, 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 the alleyways and little streets we're walking through are very quaint and <laughs> yes Ooh. and interesting too <laughs> what we're looking for now though we had a beer up on the a bar overlooking the cliff which was lovely. So we're going to try and have a look around, see if we can find a couple of nice little bars to, to hang around in for a couple of hours and, and, and just enjoy the town as we're, we're here for just one day. Early start for us tomorrow though, so it won't be too late, hopefully. We're sitting in the most gorgeous bar we found in one of the back streets here at Corfu Town. It's called the Micro Cafe. And we're sitting beneath sort of vines, running vines above us. Somewhere in the distance, church bells are clattering around. I thought they were telling the time, but I don't think that can be true. It's, they've just been going on for a while now, haven't they? It could be something to do with um, the religion that they follow and getting caught. Uh... Could be a prayer thing, Sunday after all, perhaps. Mm. And it's lovely. Cheers. Cheers. Or, what, what's the word we learned? Yes. Oh. Yes. Sir. Oh, that's <laughs> Salut. No, that's French. Spanish, isn't it? Yamas is thank you. Yamas. Yeah. Is it Yasu? Yeah, Yasu. 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 Yasu or something like that. That's like cheers. <laughs> <laughs> and they bought us crisp too. That's very kind. Good morning. We're on the ferry. Yes. Um, when I say ferry, it's not quite the boat I imagined it to be. It's sort of like a little... <laughs> Above ground sub. <laughs> yeah, it does look a bit like a submarine. Yeah, this is the ferry from Corfu Town to Sarande. Um, and it's all sort of inside, there's no decks or anything like that. I think it's going to be quite quick though. Yeah, the half hour crossing up to, up to Sarande. You want um, some decks? What, you want a DJ at this time of the morning? That's right, always, I'm always got my head in the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we had a lovely night last night um, in Corfu Town, as we said. We went out, had some more giros. Proper and, like um, down and dirty giros, not like 
yeah, the posh stuff you get, like all de de deconstructed on the plate. This is all together in one go and like a wrap, wasn't it? Yeah, it's really good. And this morning we had to get up at the crack of dawn or before dawn even to get to the boat docks it's to not get very clear. <laughs> no, <laughs> it was quite guess, an experience. And, but that's one of the challenges, isn't it, of, of travelling, of going somewhere where you don't speak the language, where, you know, where it's not necessarily the easiest thing to yeah, do. I think you're right. I'm sorry. Um, I was going to say, I just think, like, when we get to Albania, perhaps, it's going to be a lot more like that. Mm. And so it's going to be exciting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, there's no one, there's no one there explaining to us, yes, you're in the right place. You know, <laughs> we were just waiting outside this locked door for an hour, hoping that we happened to be in the right place. <laughs> and we were, so it worked out okay. Welcome to Albania. We've made it, we've made it. We're here in Sarande. We had a bumpy ride across the Adriatic from Corfu, just up the, up the sea there. It's about half an hour. Although it's, the distance between Corfu and, Al and Albania isn't that much. It travels, I think, probably 10 miles or so up the coast to get here. Um, the ferry was easy to get, as we described. It was, it was good. It was a funny little craft, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was good. It was nice. I liked it. Yeah. And now we're, we're wandering around Sarande. What a beautiful town this appears to be. It's got a bit of a sort of, um, I said to Perry, a bit of a sort of Asian feel to it. You know, it's yeah. all a bit chaotic. It's all a bit like uh, interesting and a little bit different. And yeah, we've, we've enjoyed it so far. Yeah, I absolutely loved it. I'm taken aback actually how, how well developed it all is in terms of like the Bay Area. It's just beautiful and so well laid out. And it's, it looks like they're really taking a lot of care in it as well. Yeah. They're investing. Yeah, absolutely. There's sort of, there's a, a a promenade that we're walking along now. The sea is lapping against the beach. Beautiful clear waters here. Yeah, we've we've so. just been for an Albanian coffee and a, and a beer, which is which were gorgeous in a, in the Elvis bar, <laughs> which is run by the number one Elvis impersonator in Albania. <laughs> I'm giving him that title. Really interesting guy. We've had a chat with him. And yeah, lovely, lovely stuff. So we're going to go now and try and find some food. Two beers and a coffee, five euro. Can't say no to that. That's the thing. Yeah, we've, we're, we're, we were wondering yesterday how much cheaper things would be. And the answer is very, about, about half. Yeah, beachfront bar right here in Sarande, one of the tourist hotspots of the city. Two beers and a coffee for, for five euros. Travel it in Ibiza, if not more. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, we were paying five euros for one drink yesterday, weren't we? Yeah. So, yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Love it, love it. Get some scram out. checked into our apartment and from the balcony here you can hear the muezzin from one of the local mosques it's it was the first day of ramadan yesterday and in albania there's quite a muslim community quite a large muslim community so we're expecting to to see some celebrations and some um 
some calls to prayer and stuff over our time here, but we just stepped out onto the balcony and, and just heard it drifting across on the breeze. It was absolutely wonderful. I was telling to Perry a moment ago that I think this apartment has possibly the nicest view of anywhere I've ever stayed. <laughs> It is absolutely, it's, it's, it's fantastic. We've got the bay in front of us, Saranda to the right, and the, and the shops and the restaurants of that to the right. There's a couple of islands out in front of us. Corfu will be one of them somewhere in the distance. There's a slight sort of mist, a sea mist hanging over the water. And whilst the sky is overcast, it's still very warm and it's actually quite nice that it's not direct sunlight. You know, you can walk around quite comfortably in this today. I think it is a bit grey. Perry's saying he's not, he doesn't agree. He says it's just cloudy. <laughs> I think overcast is a nicer way to say it. Overcast back home, it'd be awful, whereas this is a lovely overcast, if that's the case. <laughs> that's what I was saying, yeah, it's lovely, lovely and overcast. It's beautiful weather. Yeah, we had a bit of a, bit of a rigmarole checking into the place because it's just uh, it's just let by a guy who who's obviously local and he brought his daughter with him to help us translate um and then we had to go and get some money from a cash machine and all this that and the other it, it, it took a little while but i think it's going to be well worth it and i think it's worth it also because you you reminded when you traveled to particularly to places like this i think when um how the impact, the positive impact that your travel has on people, you know, that guy now has, that's, that, that money's gone directly to him, and you know. I've spoken to about half his family as well. I talked to his cousin, his uncle, his yeah. son, brought his daughter just for kicks. Because yeah. <laughs> he didn't speak English himself, he kept passing the phone on to someone else to translate something, to do something. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, been, it's been good. We're going to drop our bags off here. We're going to refresh, have a walk down into the town then and uh, have a bit more of an explore of this, this beautiful little place. Good evening. Hello. I'm sat out on the balcony. It's about nine o'clock in the evening now. The lights of Sarande twinkling over the, over the water. There's some lights to my left as well. I think that's the coast of Corfu, a couple of miles across the water. It's, it's beautiful and it's still. It's been quite a sort of overcast, cloudy afternoon, but that's good because it's nice to have a break from the heat of the previous day. And we think tomorrow is going to be the warm, it's going to warm up a bit, up to about 18 degrees C tomorrow. Hopefully, fingers crossed. We've had quite a chilled afternoon, walked around Sarande, explored it. It's a nice, a really nice town. It's very sleepy at this time of year, though. It's... It's got the impression, or I've got the impression, that in the summer months, it would be really vibrant here. A lot of bars, a lot of restaurants all sort of open up onto the pavement. But at the moment, half of them are closed. Um, we're, we're probably the only, some of the only tourists we've seen. There's quite a lot of Italians here. Uh, they're the other tourists. We've seen some Italians, but um, we're probably the only English speakers. I've not heard another English voice today. Have you, Perry? Other than... Yours and mine. Uh, oh, that, there was that scouser on the boat. Oh, yeah, there was one person on the boat on the way over here this morning. But other than that, it's been, it's been great. We've really enjoyed it. I mean, that's something to be aware of if you come here off-season, that it is very sleepy, very quiet. Um, but that's cool. That's cool with us. We're really happy with it. We, we sort of walked back 
into the town. It sort of the, the town sort of clings to a hillside, quite a steep hillside, and we, we climbed up a few streets back, and it changes quite dramatically, actually. The front, the, the seaside, the actual houses on the front are very modern. The buildings on the front are very modern, done up very well. They're very bright and, and, and clean. And a couple of streets back, you get the sort of the mix of the Soviet architecture coming in and sort of the old Russian style architecture coming in mixed with that sort of classic Grecian style terracotta tiles and, and, and rendered walls and that sort of thing. It's an interesting mix of those two sort of uh, older styles that that come in there. So it's it seems like... <laughs> yeah, we went and saw... I think we talked about that earlier, actually. I think we talked about Elvis earlier. We we stumbled into a bar just off the boat, and um, it was run by the, an Elvis Presley impersonator, the the Albanian version of Elvis Presley, who who told us that until the lockdowns he'd spent thirty years of his in, his entire working career traveling around Greece and Albania impersonating Elvis Presley. <laughs> and now we and now he runs a bar called the Elvis the Elvis bar on the beachfront here in Sarande. Brilliant guy with a great sense of humor. Yeah, very singing Heartbreak Hotel, is it? <laughs> Brilliant. I love those sorts of characters that you meet as you're traveling. Good morning. How are you doing? Very well, thank you, and you? Yes, yes. As you can tell from the background noise, we... Well, you may not be able to tell, but there is some background noise. We're on the bus. That's a local cafe. They, they, they're going to do the kebab one later on. Perfect, that's where we'll go. We're just pulling out of Serende now on the public bus over to Butrint, which is uh, an old Roman town about 40 minutes away. Um, and we're pointing out the places we've been already in the couple of days we've been here. It's a beautiful sunny day. Luke's has had shivers go down his spine all the, because <laughs> yesterday we went to a bar and spent 500 lek on, t- on, two, on two beers. <laughs> I know. How, and it was like the poshest, most luxurious bar I think I've seen so far. And um, 500 lek for Luke was about £3.50 in the motherland currency. Oh my God, too much, too much. It's- <laughs> It's one of those things, is, is when you're in a different place, you get used to very, very quickly the cost of things in that place, don't you? you uh, and all of a sudden, you forget how expensive things are when you're staying at home, you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so we've seen, uh, we're just like running over some of the places that we've been to yesterday. We're trying to look for like some more, some more local bars where you see, you know, the locals going and stuff like that. We don't want to be, you know, surrounding ourselves with the same people we could be surrounded by at home. Not that they're great, not that they're not great, but we might as well have stayed at home, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And so so now we're, we're off to Butrint. Uh, we're going to go via Casamil. That's how we think we pronounce it. And then um, we're going to see, see what's happening. Maybe we go there again on the way back, perhaps. Absolutely, absolutely. And I wanted to just mention sort of getting the getting the bus places because this is something I love to do when I'm out and about is just get on the bus with, as you as you mentioned, sort of local people going to work, doing their thing. And uh, it takes a bit more research, doesn't it? It takes a little bit more time. Sometimes there's waiting uh, involved. Sometimes you have to find a local who, um, who can speak clearly with yeah. us and then buy all the things you can buy from them to try and say thank you. So uh, invest yeah. in the in local economy. Yeah, no, we've done that. We've found a couple of people now, haven't we, that we know in the town that... Oh, we've just found a strip joint. <laughs> Stopping outside the strip club here. Someone's getting horny from the outside, on the sounds of it. 
Hong Kong. <laughs> love it, love it, love it. And I think Perry said we've there, there are a lot of bars in this town, but there a lot of them here are they're not those sorts of local bars. They're they're beautiful places on the seafront with sea views, etc. Which has a place, absolutely. I love those sorts of places. But we, oh, there was a good one down there. Did you see it? Just down that little alleyway. Did there was you see a, that? No, it was similar to that one we went to. Um, but we love the idea, and I've always thought of this. <laughs> I love the idea of going to places that are just so off the wall. So essentially, you're sitting there, and it, and it doesn't feel like you you being there makes any difference you know what i mean that bar is going to operate day in day out that's the one we went to right there uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's yeah that's a beautiful little place um the places are going to operate day in day out whether we're there or not that's the sort of place i love the idea of going so yeah there yeah, we go absolutely. and you wouldn't you don't want to hear you know your own language you want to hear the locals you want you want to hear about albanian and things like that and so you know, you, you feel you feel like you're immersing yourself within it. That's it. This is where I thought we get on the bus here by those ruins, you see. But we've managed to get it anyway. Um, oh, it's going to get busy. It's going to get busy. Right. We've had to move seats because it's getting even busier on here now. <laughs> Squidge up together. Lucky you. No, not lucky me. <laughs> right, Boutrin, here we come. So the ticket man has just come past and it cost us 400? Yeah. 400 lex from Sarande to Boutrint. Which is about your. You've worked this out, Perry, haven't you? I haven't. Uh, four times point seven, so it's two pound eighty each, or per person. All together. All together, two pounds eighty. Yeah. So it's about a third. I, I read it was about a thirty euro taxi ride if you want to get the taxi, but on the local bus, it's not very much at all. <laughs> One pound forty each. That's, that's pretty a, good going. <laughs> that's a bargain, isn't it? Less than a pint of water. Depends where you have it. <laughs> Listen to that sound of crickets in the trees, birds. Distant, very distant sound of people talking, but very, very quietly because, believe it or not, right now I'm standing alone in a Roman amphitheatre that probably would have sat around 300 people on these giant rows of curved stones all the way around, big floor space in front, which Perry's now walking onto and some arches at the back there. It's absolutely stunning, dramatic, incredible place. Really, really strange. And so quiet. That's the thing that's impressed this upon me. I've been to places like this in Rome. You see places like this in, in, in England as well. But to come here and be the only people here is very different. <laughs> it's, it's not eerie. That's not the right word, but it's... It certainly feels quite special, actually, to be close to... Because history in sort of places around Europe can be very, like, um, almost consumerized, isn't it? You're pushed through the Vatican at the pace that everyone else is walking. You get exactly five minutes to look at each of the paintings. You know, same in sort of the Louvre or somewhere like this. But here, we're just here alone, sitting here. 
absorbing sort of the atmosphere of these ancient walls, thinking about the people who would have sat here two, three thousand years ago, thinking about what they were learning here, because I think it was a, a sort of a lecture theatre, essentially, or what, what performances they might have seen or what experts they might have seen teach here. Really interesting place. Perry's been doing his best poses like an operatic performer. If you listen closely, you might even hear him singing <laughs> in the background. <laughs> How's been your experience of uh, being Lara Croft, Perry? Oh, it's been a bit rocky, if I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> We're on our way back down towards the bus stop now and we've just walked around this Boutrint site and I think it's been absolutely... Oh yeah, we could have come down that way. I think it's been so fascinating. We've just wandered all over this place, ancient walls rearing up all over us. We've scurried up over, over the walls and... Imagine the scenes that would have taken place, the rituals. Yeah, and there's the thing I've loved about it is there's no, or very few ropes and barriers saying, get off, don't climb, do this, you know. I say, I, I joke saying it's a bit like being Lara Croft. I say that because Perry didn't know who Indiana Jones was, for starters, which surprises me amazingly. Am I getting paid for being starred on this, in this podcast? I'm starting not see the worth in it otherwise. <laughs> yeah, in beer. Oh, no, we're back at the... Um, this is where we were earlier, isn't it? This is oh. the amphitheatre just over here. It's been such a fascinating... Yeah, really, really interesting place to go, walking through various historical times... There was a building that was actually fully constructed. It might be interesting to look inside if it's been preserved. Yeah, sure. We'll head up the stairs and see one more, one more part. <laughs> Woo. Woo. There's a archway set into one of the walls up ahead. Stone wall, tree lined either side. We're walking up now. It's a very well preserved bit, this. I think this is a more modern construction, actually. Oh, uh, uh, yes. A lot of the buildings here were destroyed in an earthquake in the fourth century and then rebuilt over the top. Oh, oh my days. We're in a courtyard now, appearing in a courtyard at the top of these steps, and the view is incredible. See out towards the Adriatic Sea on one side down the river. Oh, pine, pine trees here. I think this is a more modern building, as I said, perhaps three or 400 years old, but it really crowns the area here. We can see the walls down below that we scurried around. There's a couple of old cannons here, which Perry's trying to have a, have a go on. And yeah, we've made it. Fantastic. Great views. What's that noise, Perry? Oh. <laughs> it's a scene, it's lovely. It's it, cold. Yeah, there is a little bit of a breeze, yeah. We've got off the bus about halfway on the way back from Boutrin to Sarandi at Kissimmee, which is a sort of like a resort town. Beautiful sandy beaches, turquoise water. It's everything you'd think from a sort of Mediterranean slash Adriatic place. 
absolutely beautiful. The sun's shining. It's a little bit hazy still today, as it has been all day. Um, and there's a little bit of a cool breeze coming in off the sea, but generally, it's absolutely gorgeous. And we've achieved our mission. We've, we've gone and got ourselves one of the best, like, Kiros sort of combinations we could find. So we're happy with that. Yeah, absolutely. We've been looking out for this particular sort of Giros restaurant, which is, I want to say cheap and cheerful, but that's not really what I mean. Just sort of genuine, you know, like straightforward, no airs and graces. And we found one here and it was lovely. Giros, which is sort of like a kebab meat um, in, a, in a pita bread with tzatziki and chips and salad and onions and all sorts of things. It was wonderful. So we've eaten that and now we've come down here like beached whales to bask on the sand for a little while, whilst drinking one of the local lagers, an L-Bar. I've L -bar. Got You've got a Porsche? A Corsha. A Corsha. A Or Corsha, whatever it is. Yeah, we've enjoy been enjoying the local beers whilst we're here. In fact, it's been lovely. Bah! Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> a sound you can hear there is uh, as we're walking along. I'll tell you where we're in a minute. There's a there's a herd of sheep to the left on the field, and they've all got bells around their necks, and they're clanging and dinging in the background. So we have left Saranda now. We said a emotional goodbye to everyone. We'd all of our new friends, haven't we, Perry? Yeah. Absolutely, the kiosk lady, Elvis, yep. People in the shop, the ladies in the shop. As I was saying yesterday, it's funny how you can be somewhere for, what, 48 hours, maybe even a bit less, and feel like, you know, feel like you've been there a while after that length of time. We certainly did as much as we could. Yeah, we, we saw a lot in the town, we enjoyed it. Um, it will be good to revisit it at some point in the, in the high season when it comes alive a little bit more. Although we, I, I enjoyed sort of the sleepy, the sleepiness of it. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan of big crowds or places heaving with all that. I like to just be able to, you know, relax a little bit and make our own way around and just view it by, I'd rather compromise with there not being lots of people and then having to only go to certain places that are open. Yeah. You know, for me, it's about the landscape and the people. Yeah, exactly. Here in my own language. Oh yeah, I know we're both we're both sort of have the same mind that. And uh, English speakers, you'll be listening to this, and we love you. But I like to hear other languages on holiday. There's something beautiful about that, isn't that? Being the only English speaker in the room. We just sat on an English. Oh, sorry, we just sat on a um, Albanian bus. You know, we're surrounded by the locals, and you just feel immersed. Yeah. Which I think I keep on saying, and I must stop going on about this. I don't hate England or the Brits <laughs> being one <laughs> and living <fun>. home. But um, <laughs> no, it's been, it's been what I come away for. Yeah, exactly. And that's important to know that before you go, isn't it? You pick your destinations and your experiences that are based on that. So today we're moving on to a town called Giacastra, which is up in the mountains, sort of in central Albania. On the way, though, we've stopped off to visit what is locally known mysteriously known as the Blue Eye. <laughs> Nestled deep within the crags of the Albanian mountains, the Blue Eye is a mysterious lake. No one knows the origin of, 
which bubbles up from a mountain spring thousands of feet beneath the earth. And because of the certain type of algae in the water, apparently it looks like what, Perry? A blue eye. <laughs> exactly. And Perry always says that he likes blue eyes, so... Uh... Second for please. I'd do anything for a green. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to see how that goes. Now, the problem with this is we got the bus, got off the bus near the Blue Eye where the bus stop is, but no one's been able to tell us exactly how far the distance between the two things is. So I said to Perry, we're walking now with all of our stuff on our backs <laughs> up a hill. I said to him, this could go one of two ways, either really well, really convenient and great, or... Shade. <laughs> we could we could be walking around in circles for ages I hope it'll be the former we'll let you know keep listening to find out after about a walk of I think two kilometers was a was a fair distance actually the bus driver told us two kilometers we've made it to the blue eye and it is Incredible, fantastic little place. Really, really interesting. Um, where are we now, Perry? Describe it for us. We are looking into the this very centre of this blue eye. It's in the middle of the mountainscape, uh, deep in the valley. And uh, it really is quite beautiful, if I'm honest. It's, um, it's still having a load of building work and things like that done for tourism, but I kind of appreciate being at it at this point in time. And so, uh, yeah, we can hear the waters just lapping, like, nice and gently. There's, there's no sign of rush or complication here. The, the water is so clear, it's so, so clear. It's not even say, worth saying it's blue, because it's, it's not. It's just clear. It's weird. Mm. And it's, uh, it's quite, quite deep by the looks of it. There must be about 10 or so metres to see straight down. Yeah. It's like a very, like, it's quite a deep azure in the in the, the very centre of this eye and um, yeah I, I can't fault any of the surroundings if I'm honest beautiful trees beautiful beautiful fauna and flora mm. yeah it's, it's a fascinating place like um, so the outside of the it is you can see why it's called the eye because it's a it's it is in the shape of an eye so the outside is green mossy sort of cover there's some people on the other side of the river Very who are having a laugh they might be going in by the looks oh, maybe they're going swimming i read that the water is 10 degrees they going swimming we'll wait and see and through sort of what would be the pupil of the eye the water is gushing up from some kind of crevice that goes deep down into the ground so deep that we can't you can't see the bottom of it it sort of curves out of sight so it's a natural spring that comes from, from somewhere far deep down below. Perry suggested I jump in. I said <laughs> I wasn't going to do that. <laughs> he, he said, go on, it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I said, I'm still not going to do that. Because <laughs> you don't know how deep it goes, uh, or what's down there, and what's going to happen. But yeah, it's been, it, it's great. Really, really cool, interesting place. And I think, again, we've got here just at the sort of, before it becomes very popular, as Perry says, they're putting this new road in, they're building sort of kiosks and different things, different restaurants and all sorts. So I think in five years coming back here, it'll be a very different experience. Welcome to the mountain town of Jiracastra. 
We arrived here this afternoon on the bus from the Blue Eye, as we said, um, and it was one of the most spectacular bus rides of my life. It was it was beautiful, wasn't it, Perry? It was. It was. Um, it was incredible. You could see so far, and it was it was it was winding. It was um, it was it was. Yeah, the altitude with it all and following the path along, you know, it was it was incredible. It was it's it hooked to the mountain as you know all good roads should. <laughs> and um, yeah, we we got here in a really happy pace and we got to see the great views and how how the locals were living and in those conditions and it was um, really insightful. So from the Blue Eye, it's about an hour on the bus or in a car if you if you're driving. And as I say, as Perry says, the road sort of winds through these beautiful, big, rocky mountains. It goes up and it goes down. There's, there's these sort of perilous drops off to the side. And um, we got on this bus. We, we, we've been going via the local buses, which I absolutely love. I think it's just a great way to travel because you're, you're sort of mingling with the locals for one. And for two, they're just massively affordable. Like for us today, it's been... I think about 10 quid, hasn't it, for the pair of us to travel um, all that distance? Two ten for the first bus and then two eight for the second bus. <laughs> so not even that, so for both of us? Fiver to get from, wow. I, think, I think it was 44 kilometres and 22 kilometres. Yeah. So we managed to do almost 70 kilometres off a of fiver. That's mad, isn't it, for that, for that sort of distance. We had to wait half an hour for the bus, but I'm... I'm the, the bus times here are very vague. It's just like wait in this place and when a bus comes along with the place you want to go in the window, you sort of flag it down. It was full of a mother and her child were sleeping on the back seat. Perry and I were on like temporary seats. So I was wedged between an old man and this sleeping child. Perry was on like a temporary put you up chair in the I middle. Would, I would call that a poof at best, <laughs> if I'm honest. That, that was a stall. I was just trying to get you to say that word on the mm. Travel Now podcast, to be honest. Of course you are. <laughs> so anyway, after this dramatic and incredible journey, we made our way to Jiracastra here. And I have to say, so far, we've been here three, maybe four hours, and it has not disappointed. It's a beautiful sort of medieval-looking, few-hundred-year-old town nestled between a pair of mountain slopes with this sort of muscular, brutish castle overlooking the whole town. We, um, we checked into our our apartment, a guest house, and we met our hosts and they were, gave us a very warm welcome with Raki, which is like the local, the local spirit, which our host makes from grapes that he grows in his garden. And Perry and I did a bit of a cardinal sin, didn't we? We made a mistake, mm, a bit of an yeah. offensive mistake. Now, for those of you who may travel to Albania in the future, if you get given a glass of Raki, <laughs> don't think it's like Sambuca in the UK where you or another country where you just dugun down it you have to sip it and enjoy it so the so the guy's there he's pouring this raki that he's made from his own grapes into three little shot glasses perry and me pick up our shot glasses and just dugun one done and he's like no what have you done <laughs> you don't do that Saved the queen <laughs> you know <laughs> and we just knocked uh, him back <laughs> yeah we just knocked him back and he, he said no no don't do it drink it like this and sips it so he pours us another one and, and we're told to sip that one which we do and enjoy it it was it was lovely and it was lovely because we were talking to him on the balcony sort of overlooking or the terrace sort of overlooking um the neighborhood seeing the the snow-capped mountain opposite talking about this 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 home that he grew up in it's his family home their family it's been in the family for a couple of hundred years yeah 
it was a, a really nice experience. And now we've walked into the town. Perry has just gone into a little shop, nipped into a little shop and ended up coming out 20 euros lighter. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I, I fell foul to the, the sales lady, something I never thought I'd say. But I, um, she was very good. She, very, was, very, she was very, very efficient saleswoman, I tell you. I was in and there and I was 20 euros down. He's very got... Good. He's but got. I do have three pillowcases and um, two key rings. No, fridge magnets. Oh, don't tell that. They might not have given to him yet. Yeah. Oh, you will have done. They, by the time they, they ain't going to listen. They're way too busy and important for us. <laughs> We're standing on the roof, the battlements, I suppose you call it, of Jira Castra Castle as the ghostly call of the muezzin floats across from one of the local mosques. Either side of this very impressive castle are the, are the two mountain ridges that, that dwarf us, quite frankly. They're, they're shrouded amongst clouds today. It's a bit of an overcast, slightly cloudier day, which is good for me because I'm looking classic British pink, a nice lobster colour on my forehead after a few days in the sun. <laughs> And yesterday, yesterday evening, we did a bit of exploring around Jirakasta, had some wonderful food in a local restaurant. And then this morning, we had an incredible breakfast by our host, our host um, family at the, the guest house we're staying in, cooked us a breakfast of bread and, and some kind of cottage cheese, feta, olives. There was a cake made by his mother. And there was uh, some cucumber, some some orange, some pickled, like, like orange in sort of a sugar syrup and cherries in sugar syrup. It was absolutely fantastic. We've taken half of it away for our lunch today because it was so much food. It was absolutely gorgeous, though. And then we've come up here to the castle. We paid, I think it was about 600 lek each to get in. And there's various exhibitions. There's one particularly good exhibition about the history of Albania and Juracastra and the castle itself, which we've uh, spent probably about an hour reading all the signs in. I'm climbing up the stairs to a part of the castle that was built about a hundred years ago as a prison and armory and it's pretty grim. <laughs> I've stepped into a bare concrete corridor with little barred windows high above my head and lining both sides of these tiny doors six foot high, two foot wide, and they head into the cells, what would have been the cells. And to look around these rooms and think that men and women spent years in these close quarters is pretty horrific, really. Used under multiple sort of regimes as, as the power, the forces of power in this country changed was used by different people for different things. Very eerie, eerie place. So we've walked out of Juracasta for about half an hour out into the mountains here to see the Ali Pasha Bridge, which we learnt this morning was built by a guy called Ali Pasha, funnily enough, who was the ruler of Geocastra for several years. And he built this bridge to feed 
as an aqueduct to feed water into the castle that we were at earlier. It was one of several bridges, but over the course of time they've been destroyed to use their rocks as building material elsewhere around the town. But because this one was a bit further away, I think it got saved. It's a bit of a hairy, bit of a steep climbing places, but I tell you what, the view is worth it. You get to the top and the bridge just sort of reveals itself straddling across these two craggy mountains with ancient stone. It's got a, it must be 60, 70 feet above the riverbed, which today is dry, but Perry and I have been walking across the riverbed, as you can hear, and uh, it's stones and whatever. We've walked up the river about 10, 10 minutes and back again. And now we're gonna climb up to the top of the bridge. I've told Perry I'm not going on the bridge because I don't really like heights. He's calling me a wuss. But yeah, well worth the climb and well worth the visit out of the city to see a little bit of the Albanian countryside here. On the way back from the bridge, it just started absolutely belting down with rain. Fortunately, we were near a little cafe and we've popped in and the, the guy welcomed us. He sat us by the fire, this little wood-burning stove he's got in there. And there are four men sat around the next table who are singing these wonderful songs. I'm gonna play some for you in a second. These wonderful traditional vocal folk songs over a glass of wine. It's one of those beautiful things where um, a bit of rain causes you to run in somewhere. A complete accidental travel highlight, you know. <laughs> We're having beers listening to this traditional music. I hope you'll enjoy it as well. over three hours on the bus, cross country through Albania, and having finally made it to Barat, there's only one thing you need, isn't there? <laughs> Absolutely beautiful. So we have left Jiracastra, we have found our way up to Birat, which is not that far on the map as the crow flies, but because <laughs> we're off season at the moment, um, when we got to the bus place this morning, we were told we had to connect at a different place. I can't remember the name of that. Can you, Perry? Lucha. A Lucha, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So we got the bus up there. And then at this petrol station on the outskirts of the city, the um, driver just says to us, get off, get off. We're like, okay, okay. And he points to the side of this dual carriageway and says, wait there. And he makes a T, a T sign with his hands. I'm like, I looked at Luke and I think, mm, not sure what that's all about. And I was like, does he mean T for Tirana? T for 10 minutes? What, what, what am I looking for? Anyway, we made it about 50 yards down the road into this, like, towards like a lay-by thing. And uh, saw this bus coming around the corner and I just, I'd never even seen the, the spelling of Barat. But uh, before I know it, I'm doing starfish jumps in the middle of the road, despite, you know, vowing never to do them in a gym again. So there you go. It's wonderful, isn't it? That sort of, you try and get a bus in England and it's quite complicated. Here, 
you just stand on the road and one seems to come along for us. The longest we've waited in almost the week that we've been here for a bus has been, what, 20 minutes, something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, absolutely brilliant. Mm, mm. And they've been very affordable as well. We've enjoyed the process. It was a bit of a long way round today, as I say, but um, can't really be we've got, helped. We've got to see more of the countryside and all the rest of it. Yeah. And the landscape changed about three or four times. Sorry, just had an army, um, an army truck go past. <laughs> Loads of troops in the back looking out. Okay, right. See you guys in a bit. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as we got over the mountains from Girocastra, the, 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 the landscape just levelled out completely, passing farms and little homesteads and little towns um, by the side of this road. It was it was a very dramatic change from the mountains we've been through through previously. So on that, it was a, it was an interesting journey, I think. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I completely agree. And um, it was just nice to actually get out on the road as well. We hadn't gone anywhere more than I think three miles out of our vicinity for a few days, for two nights. Because it's such a bloody large hill to go up. I wasn't yeah, going anywhere. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was nice to like get out on the open road, and it was it's really well maintained. It's uh, good roads. Yeah, they were completely. I do have to say though that after Giro Castro, which I think we both loved. Barat has got quite a lot to live up to, hasn't it? It's got a high bar to to, to meet. Absolutely, yeah. I um, I have I have high hopes. I have high hopes, and uh, yet to yet to have them fulfilled. But the weather is in our favour at yes, last. Yes, absolutely so, uh, is. See what we've got. See what we've got to offer. Beautiful stuff. We've just got back into our hotel room. Our hotel room is the. Nighttime call from the local mosque is sounding just down the street. Perry's flicking the lights around for no discernible reason whatsoever. <laughs> He's happy now. Yeah, we've uh, we've had a nice little explore of the of the town. There's some some great sort of ancient buildings, a few mosques, a few nice restaurants, a great river. And we're going to go up to the castle, which is at the top of the hill from where we are, where our hotel is tomorrow. Look at that river, it looks a bit muddy fast, mate. It was quite muddy, yeah, it was quite muddy, fast flowing as well. So, yeah, tell us about dinner, Perry, that we've just had. Well, I met this lovely guy called Ken, but it was a bit greasy, but he, he just, he had this look where it's like he looked straight into your soul. And he liked me even more when I gave him some lamb. Perry made friends with one of the neighbourhood dogs. That's what the man in the restaurant called him, one of the neighbourhood dogs. And uh, spent most of the evening stroking this, this dog. I, tried, I did tell Perry that the dog didn't care about him, it just wanted his food, but he wouldn't believe me. But, uh, there we go, there we go. It was a lovely first day in the city anyway, an exciting journey on the way here. And tomorrow we look forward to exploring a little bit more. Good morning and welcome to our second day in Birat. We've climbed up the mountain to the castle here and the views are absolutely fantastic. Down over the city there's a snow-capped mountain on the horizon which didn't look quite so overbearing when we were down amongst the houses but here it's just absolutely monolithic, it's giant and beautiful. It's a really really bright sunny day, blue sky, a few clouds drifting past but generally great good for the old sunburn I think <laughs> and the castle here is very different to Geocastra it has the the ramparts the big walls that surround it and it's up on the hill but within it is like a town in itself terracotta roofed houses shops cafes 
this sort of thing. Cats. It's absolutely lovely. Have Perry's been stopping at every souvenir shop to go in and he's bought all sorts of junk he doesn't need. Lovely stuff, but all sorts of things. So yeah, it's wonderful, wonderful place. <laughs> oh no, we've come out into the ladies' garden. <laughs> oh bless you, thank you. It's such a good view. <laughs> This way for drinks. <laughs> it's very good, very good, very hot. It's a nice castle slash area of the city, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's really high. Two lots. Yeah. Perspective of the city every few few feet. We go up. Yeah, yeah. And this morning we had the most lovely slow morning and a, and a chat with some English people that we met. And they've actually recorded an episode of the podcast with us. Oh, there's a drinks fridge. Let's get a let's get a let's get a cold drink. And they recorded a podcast with us, Sam and uh, Amanda and Daniel. They recorded a podcast with us, which will go on the one following this. So if you listen to this after the time, you'll uh, you'll be able to hear it. They're travelling all the way around Europe, 25 countries or 20 something countries in a Fiat 500. <laughs> Absolutely great trip. It sounds like they've had. Just to wrap up, we're, uh, we've just made it to the summit of this, um, this mountain castle set up. And uh, we're in this beautiful, it's almost like um, a garden that's got like a, like, a, like, a, like a wall going around it from like ancient times. And it's like beautiful, beautiful weather up here. And it's just, uh, it's just really beautiful in terms of like the, the backdrop of the mountain range and the, the city beyond it. We're, we're almost like in some sort of fortress at the top of a hill. And it's, uh, it's lovely. We're going to have a nice cold beverage, alcoholic yes. or not. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Perry was shocked yesterday because we sat down and had a beer. And I said to him, Perry, I, I just don't think I can drink another beer. <laughs> yeah, was... If you know me, you know how much I love, I love beer. But we've had sort of a week now of Albanian lager, which whilst lovely, is fizzy and it's light. And I just was like, oh, it's just too much fizzy, fizzy beer over the last few days. <laughs> Um, so no, I think maybe I'll uh, get my act together for this afternoon though, and we'll be we'll be all right. Good idea. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I have absolutely loved, oh that's a good sound, is uh, the music we hear here. I've not heard an English. I've not heard an English song for a very long time. That's good. Lipton iced tea Perry's having. I'm having a Fanta once we sit in this cafe. Peach, peach, not lemon, not lemon. Peach iced tea. Pes peshka. Peshka, yeah, peshka. Something like that. And it's great. It's, it, I think sometimes when you travel to various places, there's just that familiarity of the music that you hear. And here it's, it's been completely different. I've really enjoyed it. I'm going to play a bit more for you. We've crossed over the river here in Barat onto, I think, what was the original Christian side of the, of the city, because they used to be split by 
the religion and over the over the river I can see the spires of the mosques the minarets of the mosques and the reason why it's called the city of a thousand windows these beautifully brown roofed terracotta roofed buildings that seem to just be looking at you from all angles over three separate hills here the rivers rushing around between us and in the background just there it stopped now but we heard the clanging of some church bells I, I wasn't sure quite where they were coming from I couldn't see but they were somewhere nearby and, and Perry just pointed out he's wandered off now but he just pointed out from here the view must be pretty much unchanged for the last couple of centuries looking across at these buildings here in the church bells or the call to prayer or whatever it must be something that has remained constant for quite some time hello and welcome to Jerez. good morning good afternoon it's the next day for us at least and we've been on the bus this morning perry slept all the way how was it for you bumpy <laughs> It was a short journey from, from Birat over to Jerez, which is on the coast, just across the Adriatic, I think, from Italy, from sort of the, the heel of Italy, over there somewhere. And it's, it's a beach town resort, looking like a lot you might find in Spain or wherever else. We're here off season, so it's a little bit des desolate, really, a little bit abandoned, but there are still some nice places. We've seen a few of them, and we're going to explore a few of them this afternoon. Having walked past the dockyards, which took much longer than, than I anticipated, I completely under-calculated the distance between walking around. I think because it looked like you could walk through it, like you might be able to at a normal sort of, um, like a quay, you know, but it isn't. There's a big fence all the way around this outside of this sort of square mile block and you have to walk around it and that takes ages. Having done that, Having found the Roman amphitheatre, which you can see within about a minute, probably worth a look if you're into that sort of thing. <laughs> Perry didn't agree, he was thoroughly underwhelmed by it. And then, making our way excitedly to the Venetian Tower, which is one of the other places in Jerez you, have to, you, you know, that, that they say to explore, to find that's closed and under scaffolding for maintenance, so we couldn't see that either. So today was an utterly wasted day, <laughs> utterly. No, it wasn't. Not we stayed happening. in the arse all of nowhere. And I just want to go. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm, yeah, yeah, Perry's not liking it here so much. But we found a nice little place here by the seafront. We've got some beers from a shop. And the sun's out, so we're going to sit here for a little while. Make the best of it, because the weather's still beautiful. Consider our life choices. Consider our choices. Um, it's one of those. I think uh, we, we came in at a... I'm always the optimist, as I think you, you know, but um, we came in the town via a part of it that wasn't particularly nice, and... Um, then we saw uh, a dead turtle. Then we saw the dead turtle. Then had a long walk around the dockyards to get to the centre now. Yeah, so we're a bit underwhelmed by it thus far. But, and also the comparison between having sort of four or five days in utterly beautiful places. Yeah. You know, Birat, Duracasta, Sarande, all lovely, all really, really beautiful in their own unique ways. To come to somewhere here that is more built up, you know, it is, it is built up. It's, it's, it's from one extreme to the other, isn't it, really? Yeah, it has, it has. And then tomorrow when we go on to Tirana, um, it will be even a step further I think but uh, no it's it's interesting it's nice to have visited it's nice to have come we're going to go and get some food some um, seafood later Perry's been banging on about seafood all, all trip and this is the last time we'll be by the sea about that. 
so uh, yeah we'll do that I'll let you know how he goes how we get on good morning welcome to Juez another day here for us we're about to make the short journey to Tirana today not a long journey at all by by our standards just packing our things up I've come downstairs I'm sat outside our hotel now in a little coffee shop getting my cappuccino whilst Perry finishes getting himself ready and then we're going to get the bus over there and I just wanted to reflect actually on a few things about this place about Juez because for us it's not been our favorite because we've had three places now that have been lovely sort of traditional unique interesting places and to come here it's a bit of this sort of concrete you know this sort of concrete tourist town has been a bit of a slap back to reality almost and that was shown yesterday we were walking along the towards the restaurant we were going to go to and all the bars were playing english pop music you know your calvin harris and your rihanna sort of stuff and we'd not heard english music for a week it's all been albanian it's all been music in languages we don't understand and i've loved that i really think that's been something brilliant about this trip and it's been a bit sort of down to back to back to earth coming down there back to sort of a normal everyday european western destination which i've loved getting out from now there's a lot of good things here it's got a big wide sandy beach there's lots of restaurants and bars a lot of which are closed at the moment because we're visiting off season but if that's your vibe I think I think you could have a good time here. I don't want to. I'm, I'm cautious not to be negative because I know travel is so subjective, isn't it? Based on who you are and what your what your wants are. But for us, because we wanted to get off the beaten track and have a different experience, it's not quite tick that box. But perhaps for you or for for someone else who visits, you'll have a completely different time. Welcome to Tirana. Woo! We made it to the final part of our journey here up in the Albanian capital, Tirana. And we're currently in, we've checked into our hotel and we're in the main square in the city, um, Sanderbeg Square. And we're by the, the statue of Sanderbeg himself, who was one of the liberators, I think, of Albania. And this is like the centre of the, of the city. On one side is the National, the National History Museum, the Opera House on the other side. And we're going to go and find a place called Bunk Art, which is a modern art gallery set inside a bunker, from the, which was designed to be sort of an alternative government headquarters if the country ever faced a nuclear attack. So we're going to go and have a look at that in a minute. So far, enjoyed the city. It's busy. It's thriving. You know, people zipping past in, in bikes and cars are, are, are coming past as well. Compared to all the places we've been in the in the city so far in the country so far sorry it is a real pace up i mean that's not surprising considering a good proportion of the population of albania live here but it's a very interesting and thriving place we've we've there's there's cafes on the corners and restaurants and bars it really seems an interesting city to spend a bit of time i'm looking forward to doing that and we are out Back in the dazzling sunshine. Oh, having spent an hour underground. Gosh. Yeah, interesting place. Um, it wasn't a modern art gallery, or there's very little modern art. There was two installations, wasn't there? Two modern art things. And uh, I enjoyed it though. It's sort of like a history of 
the Albanian police force and then spying and espionage and the secret police, all those sorts of things. What do you think, Perry? Do you like that? Sound like a standard weekend when I was a student. <laughs> it was pretty grim in places, really bleak under there. And now looking at the space that we've sort of walked across, it wasn't as big as it seems, but I think because you're so confined in those tiny places, it's an old war, an old Cold War bunker. Um, it's a bit surprising when you come out. I think though, having done that, it's time for a beer. Kazua. Kazua. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Tirana. And uh, <laughs> Perry and I have an early beer in the sunshine in the park. Otherwise known as Hair of the Dog. <laughs> yeah, we had a couple of pints last night uh, out and about. It was nice because we were keen to make use of the fact that Tirana is a busy city, thriving place, lots of going out opportunities. Whereas the places we've been to so far have been quite quiet haven't they 10 o'clock yeah. nine and a half nine everything's closing up you know yeah which has been absolutely fine by me <laughs> yeah. but um yeah we had we had a bit, a bit of a revelation last night didn't we yeah. before we went out revelations could have gone one of two ways but it went the right way <laughs> do you want to go ahead with that luke <laughs> so i've been in charge of this trip and I've run a tight ship from, from the get-go. And it's also been very good with communication of what we've been doing. So this is like a joint thing <laughs> that we found out that we're jointly responsible for. Take it away. So I, um, <laughs> we were planning on going home tomorrow, um, as, as I think I said, flying from Tirana. The airport is just outside the city here, we're about sort of half an hour on the bus from here. And I logged on, the, I went on my email to check, the, uh, to check if we had to check in online and the procedure and whatever, just to be... Just to be thorough make sure there weren't any surprises and there was a surprise lo and behold there was a surprise we've got an extra day <laughs> <laughs> i'd uh, miscalculated and uh, told perry we're going home a day earlier than we actually are <laughs> i mean i had been sent the paperwork and we had booked the train tickets yeah. it's yes. all for the right times we just we were yeah. both of the impression it was the third to the 13th I, I know i don't know how that <laughs> happened i i booked it all and then you know when you book something a couple of months in advance and forget all about it and then and then think yeah it must be that day anyway we've got an extra day so we've we've decided we're going to go out to a place um Kaluja. Karuja. Karuja. Kaluja. Karuja. <laughs> which um was a place we wanted to go it's in it's sort of in the mountains about 30 miles north of here we wanted to go there but just didn't have time but now we've got the extra day we were like yes brilliant so we're, we're shipping out of Tirana today in a bit and then, the, oh, sorry, go on. and then we're going to go and discover this this next destination so yeah we've got sort of value added 10 percent extra holiday yeah absolutely yeah literally 10 percent <laughs> um but it's it's been um it's been fortunate another way because i think we've both decided throughout the route that we prefer the mountains really than the uh the, than the busy cityscapes yeah but yeah. we have we've enjoyed surrender and we've enjoyed quite a lot we enjoyed surrender yeah. maybe because we were just the first few days on holiday just made it seem more exotic yeah that's right than the glorious uk weather <laughs> um but yeah now now that we're in tirana it's been busy we had a great time at the museum yesterday and we had a really good night out on the town well i say night out in the town i think i went to bed about 11. <laughs> yeah it wasn't uh, <laughs> then um yeah but going going up into the mountains i'm really excited for that and i'm glad that we've uh, found that extra day it's uh if if anyone would if anybody else would like to, um, you know, do the same thing 
um, travel-wise, and I would definitely recommend booking an extra day and then forgetting about us. Yeah. It's, it's a lovely little surprise. It's a bonus. Just make sure you've got your kids and pets looked after. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? It's fortunate neither of us have to work on the Thursday or whatever. Um, but It'll be fun. Yep. It'll be good. Yeah, looking forward to it. Here we go. <laughs> Back on the road. Woohoo! We made it up the mountain road here to Karuja, or Karuja as it's called, and we're now in the castle, which is set into this mountainside. It's absolutely gorgeous. Looking down over the Adriatic Sea, there's a guy here playing one of his traditional instruments. It's really quite quaint, actually. Bubbling fountains in the background and all sorts. We've met a couple of people on the way who are lovely. Um, one Albanian young man who showed us around, and a lady from Belgium and we just had a couple of beers in a nice place in the in the bazaar and now we're heading up towards where we live and we can look out over the landscape here of Albania and out to the Adriatic Sea in the distance which is glinting beneath the setting sun I bet there's going to be amazing sunset from here yesterday and we're feeling quite fortunate actually because we weren't supposed to be here we were <laughs> we thought we were going home tomorrow so these couple of days are really a bonus and it's a wonderful place to be lovely mountainside town come on sit down that's what i'm doing <laughs> oh, <is that> recording? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm a nice person really <laughs> what do you reckon pez karuja oh my god uh Kruja Kruja. is amazing and my my mind is blown i wish we'd just been here for the last 10 days if i'm honest it's, I mean, I loved that for hours, don't get me wrong. This is just breathtaking. Describe what you can see. Oh, I can just see pretty much just Nirvana. It's just <laughs> incredible. It is we're, amazing. We're high up in the mountains, so high, in fact, that the, the landscape, it has that blue mist on it. I'm not much of a geographer to tell you what it means. And we can see lakes of all different colours and sizes. We can we can just see for must be about 100 miles easy of whatever 26 is we can see as humans. We can see the landscape. We can see how it comes down into the sea. This is the Adriatic Sea we can see, and we've got like a really wild field of vision, which is why it was such a strategic point back in the day, um, but used by one of the kings whose name fails me. But it's yeah, we're staying in the actual castle grounds itself, and we've got this beautiful. Um, guest house and the room in there it's probably one of the smaller ones but it's it's so well laid out and it's just so th well thought through and I'm just in absolute heaven I really am I mean we're probably as close as to heaven we can probably get <laughs> on land but it's oh, just blown away it is wonderful couldn't be happier I was close to tears when we first got here oh bless you I couldn't put it better myself you've described it excellently <laughs> yeah what an, what an incredible final place for us on our Albanian adventure yeah it's kind of a bit like what's that film where um, it goes a bit nuts Evan Almighty <laughs> where God's shown him the valley that California or, or someplace once was and like it's kind of like that it's kind of like we've gone back in time mm. of course we can see like dwellings settlements and all the rest of it but it it's just it doesn't look like it's overcrowded. It's not like looking at London or, you know, a city from high above. It's just like looking at a, 
a slowly developing nation um, in the best sense, if you know what I mean. It's not cityscapes, it's, it's um, beautiful farms and, um, you know, villas that go towards them. I'm just blown away. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. We're seeing, yeah, it is. It is an incredible place. I think that might be Tirana through there, actually. You see that city? Yeah, it is, yeah. That's wow. That's what um, our... We met this guy in the bus called Ray... Um, and he's he's local to where we are. His, his neighbourhood's probably about a ten minute walk away from where we are now. And uh, we just met him on the bus, got started talking, and uh, we just couldn't get him to stop really, was <laughs> which was um, which was beneficial to all, I think. Yeah. And uh, we met this other lady, Elise, and hopefully we have um, a private session with her. She's uh, coming uh, to join us for drinks shortly, I yeah, think, on a podcast. And so mm. we're uh, yes, she may be on a podcast. We'll see if she's up for it. That's what we're hoping. And she is from Belgium, mm. and she is Very mighty nice good fun to be around. She is one of. She's one of God's most glorious creatures. For sure. <laughs> These, Perry and her are like cut from the same cloth. Being, <laughs> being with them in a conversation for about two hours earlier was knackering to all. It was, it was tiring. Yeah, it was very tiring. It was one. Uh, it was lovely though. Sli- slight rivalry going on. I yeah. believe, oh, that's her over there. I think. I think that's her. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Oh, right. <laughs> She'll be with us shortly. She'll be with us in a moment. <laughs> and I think actually this. It's probably a good place to, to wrap up our Albania episode. Like, it feels it feels like we've, we've done it. Like, and what a place to do it because we're looking down on the scene of our adventures. Yeah, this is like the overture of, of the holiday. You know, we can see where we were in Tirana, over the over the coast there somewhere will be Jurez where we were. Over the hill over there will be Giacastra and Birat, and finally yeah, a couple of hundred kilometres down the coast Sarande, and it's like. We're observing our landscape that we've travelled from high above, almost like the the end of a Hobbit film or yeah, the really start is. of a Game of Thrones. It really, um, it really does feel like that, and I the ultimate conclusion, really. Yeah, I think what a great way to, to to end, and what a great way to say if you if the podcast that you've heard just now um, has has intrigued you, has interested you, where you've listened to it for however long it is, um, then definitely look into making a visit here. You know, use what we've what we've said um, to to to, hey. to inspire your own your own visit here. <laughs> should you want to? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this mammoth episode of the Travel Now podcast. It's been amazing to share this trip with you. I've had a great time. Perry sounds like he's had a great time, and I really hope you've enjoyed it as well. Now, I'm always looking for different and interesting stories to have on this podcast and I'd love for you to be a part of that if you're up for it. You don't have to have a large social media following, travel full-time or even have done the trip that recently. Reach out and let's have a conversation. Hello at LukeRichardsonAuthor.com. Also, if you've enjoyed this podcast, coming on this trip with us, I would massively appreciate your rating, your reviewing and your sharing it. That helps other people who are interested in this come on these journeys with us. And you can connect with me on Instagram at Luke Richer, L-U-K-E-R-I-C-H-A-A. And there you'll see photos from this trip as well. You'll have to scroll down to, what is it, April 2022 at the time of recording. So uh, they'll be on there around that, depending on when you're listening to it. Thank you so much for listening to this. All of the episodes and information about the podcast are on the website, thetravelnowpodcast.com.
Book It List sponsor this podcast. To take all of the effort out of planning your life-changing trip, start today by creating an online book it list at booketlist.co. Share with friends, order by location, price, and book with great discounts. Thanks again, and I'll see you soon for the next episode of the Travel Now podcast. Kazooah!